Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. And as we be seated in heavenly places, we give God the glory, give God the praise. We give Him the honor for what He continues to do in our lives. There's something that is happening in your life that is telling you, ah, think about what is going on out there in your life. When you, as soon as you switch off your mind, you hear those things and listen to those directions, you are listening to those strange voices and you are not listening to the voice of your Father. God wants to speak to you because He gave birth to you. He wants you to hear from Him because He gave birth to you. He wants you to hear His voice because you have His life. He wants you to listen to Him because He paid the price so that He can save you from sin. That is a reason you must hear from Him. That is a reason you must give your ears and pay attention to Him. Amen, somebody. Are you here with me? Everyone that is born again must hear the voice of God because the person is born by God. If you are not born by God, how can you hear from Him? You cannot hear from your flesh. You cannot hear from your emotions. You cannot hear from your feelings. You cannot hear from your environment. You cannot hear from your circumstances. You can only hear from God. Because He's the shepherd of our lives. Are you here with me? He's the one who's leading us. What we read in Psalm 23. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me. How can God lead you? When you are not hearing from him. I hear it. How can God lead you into greener pastures? When you are listening to the advices of your friends. When you are listening to the advice of people. Are you paying attention to me? Everything you do. Must come from the leadership of God. Everything that you do. You must listen to the voice of God. You want to prosper yet. You don't want to listen to God. You don't want to hear from him. The day you hear from God will be the beginning of your prosperity. You want to be well. You want your life to move forward in life. In this world. You want to do well in this world. Yet you don't want to hear from God. The day you hear from God is the day that you do well in life. So we must hear from him because he gave that to us. Listen. God created this world. He created the heavens and the earth. He created everything here. He created this place. Are you here with me? And because he created this place, he knows every single thing in this world. He knows where to tell you to go for you to prosper. He knows what to tell you to do in this world for you to prosper. He knows it. You are best and your best, you know, assurance is to hear from him. And let's go to Isaiah 54. I want to show you something. Go back to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. It says, I read from verse number um, 14. It says, In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. For you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble. But not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. 
Say amen. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coal in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. But he said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of God. For their righteousness is for him. Now, why did I just bring up this verse? I brought up this verse because God said, I even created the one who destroys. And then he went ahead to say that, but no weapon from against you shall prosper. In other words, even though the devil is out here in the world destroying things, if you are going to hear the voice of God, if you are going to follow the instructions and leadership of God, then it means that you are rest assured that no weapon form against you shall prosper. The only reason many people are suffering from the things that the devil is doing is because they have not subjected themselves to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. They are not hearing from God. Too many believers listen to people more than they listen to God, their father. You must hear from God for something to turn around in your life. If you are not hearing from God, nothing will turn around in your life. Nothing will change. You'll be the same. Amen. Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. And then when we read verse number 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, that is by God Himself, the Father, these are the sons of God. How do you want God, your Father, to lead you when you are not hearing from Him? As a shepherd, what the shepherd does is to lead the flocks. What the shepherd does is to guide the flocks. So if the shepherd is telling you, go here and you are not going, then you cannot prosper. So you must hear from God because he is the one who has given us his life. He is the one who has given us hope. He is the one who has given us life from death. You cannot hear from people and then you ignore the voice of God. You cannot hear from people and ignore the voice of God. You cannot hear from God and ignore His ways and His direction. Amen. One of the signs that shows that you are true born again person is that you can hear from God and then go according to His ways. Now, let me bring you home to something important. I know a lot of people even ask the question, so, Apostle, how can I hear from God? It is something that I'm going to go deeper next week. Go willing. But I want to bring something today. Right? Now, the reason a lot of people don't hear from God, apart from the fact that, you see, they don't even know that their father is God, is because they are not able to differentiate between what life, eternal life, and what is in this world. John 3.16 The Bible says, God loved the world that he gave his son only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have everlasting, eternal life. Listen, somebody can be in church and be chatting on WhatsApp. Somebody can be in church and be chatting on WhatsApp. What is a person hearing? If you know your father is speaking to you in church, how can you be chatting on WhatsApp? Whilst the message is, whilst he's speaking to you. They don't know the difference between eternal life 
and what is in this world. Somebody will be in church and will be on the internet browsing. Because they'll have no idea what they have. The moment you know that I have eternal life. Right? Now, anything else that comes to you. That is trying to take your mind away from the things of God. You know this is not from eternal life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I just told you some few seconds ago that there are voices all over us. Everywhere you turn, there's a voice speaking to you. They are, the voices are speaking to you through what you see. They are speaking to you through what you are feeling. They are speaking to you through what you are experiencing. All, every single thing want to gain your attention. At the moment you understand eternal life, right? That is the beginning for you to hear and hear from God. What is eternal life? Eternal life is God. It's the life that God is. It's not the life that God has. God does not have life. He is life. God is life. And he is eternal life. So when you have eternal life, you have God himself. Now this life is spiritual. Right? So now, mean that if you are born again and you have eternal life, you have this spiritual life to hear from God concerning spiritual things. Now, hold on. Somebody might be thinking, but apostle, we live in a physical and natural world. Yes! We live in the natural world. But a spiritual person created this physical world. Think about it. There are some people who think that, oh, we should not talk about spiritual things because we live in a natural world. Who says we should not talk about spiritual things? In fact, the best solution for every natural problem is a spiritual solution. Oh, come on. You didn't hear what I'm saying. Come on. You didn't hear what I'm saying. I said the best solution for every natural problem is a spiritual solution. Because it was a spiritual being who created this physical world. This world was not created by human beings. Human beings did not lay the foundation of this world. Human beings do not, do not put up the sky and put up the sea and created the, the oceans. Human beings did not do it. was a spiritual being, God, who made the heavens and the earth. So who is, a, who, is a, who is the best person to solve the defect of a problem? It's not the manufacturer. The manufacturer is the one who can say, this problem, I can fix it because I created it. There is no human problem that has a solution in humanity. It's only God that can solve the problem. Whether you like it or not, that's the truth. Science will tell you we have solutions. If medicine has been able to cure all the diseases in this world, why are people still falling sick? Why are people still dying from ailments? They have their place. They have their role to play. But the ultimate solution is from God. So when you hear from God, then it means that you are carrying the best solution for every human problem. I get what I'm saying. God knows all the corners of this world. The Bible, Jesus even said that even your hair, the hair on your head, they are all numbered. God knows how many hair. His strength. 
you put on your head. Do you know how many hairs on your head? Have you bothered to count it? When you go to the barber, maybe the next time, tell the barber, let me gather all my hair and go home and start counting them string by string. If you can finish counting it before Jesus comes. But God can look at you and say, you have one trillion hair on your head. Because he made you. I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. So who is the best person for you to hear from? God. When you have problems in your marriage, you don't go and then talk to your friend who is not born again. Who will give you an advice that will lead you into the world and fixing your marriage? You go and talk to God and hear from Him. Because what is eternal life? Eternal life is that life that always causes you to exist. It, he makes sure that you don't die but always live. That is eternal life. Eternal life makes sure that nothing about you is destroyed. Nothing about you is, 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 um, is missing. God always makes sure that you live, you don't die. He makes sure that you are healed and you are not sick. He makes sure you prosper and you don't get poor. That is the voice of eternal life. Any voice that tells you you will die is not from God. Any voice that tells you you are a poor person, nothing good will come out of you, it's not from God. Anything that tells you you are under a curse and God cannot bless you, it's not from God. Because eternal life blesses, it does not curse. Eternal life prospers, it does not give poverty. Eternal life causes you to live and not die. That is the voice of God. That is the voice of God. That is eternal life. How can you hear a voice that tells you, don't go to church? And then you say, God is telling me not to go to church. It's not from God. That's not from God. You are saying, God saying she not, should not go to church. That is not from God. When God wants to take you out of trouble, He will tell you. Because you know why? God doesn't want you to be destroyed. He says, when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what's going to happen? I fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Many people, when they are going through the storms that the devil is hitting them with, they fall away. Because in the midst of the storm, God is still with you, speaking to you, directing you how to come out of that storm. But if you don't pay attention, and you don't hear the voice of God, the storm will consume you. The Bible says that God will not allow what is beyond you to come upon you. But in every situation, He will make a way out for you to escape. How will God give you a way to escape? He's speaking to you right now. He's telling you, get up to pray. He's telling you, hey, sit up and pay attention to the message that the man of God is teaching. He's telling you right now, give, sow your seed. He's telling, he's telling you every single step of the way, but many people are not hearing. Today, there are believers who will tell you, uh, they, they will hear the voice of God. Give. They will say, this one is not from God. I won't give. I will not give some, for somebody to chop my money. I will not give. Eternal life is that life that always gives. Are you here with me, somebody? Oh, come on. Are you here with me? So, at the end of the day, you should know that God wants you, right, to prosper. Now, go to chapter 10 of Romans. Romans. Romans chapter number 10. 
I read verse number 17. Romans chapter number 10, verse number 17. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You cannot have faith when you are not hearing from God. Amen. How can you say, I have faith, I have faith. No, no, no. A lot of people differentiate or, or they cannot distinguish between confidence, boldness. Um, which other one? Um, 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 yes, confidence, boldness with faith or from faith. They cannot differentiate the two. The fact that you are bold does not mean that is faith. Faith only comes when you hear from God. Right? And then when you hear from God, the boldness to take that, that steps of faith is different. So if you want to walk in faith, then you must hear from God. God, let me tell you something. A lot of people, they don't know how God operates. See, God, right? Let me me say this very well for you to understand. God, who speaks. God speaks. When he speaks, it is done. Let me tell you something. Writing, okay? What is written is for our consumption, not for God. Because human beings want to see something before they believe. And that is why God will write down, okay, his words, so that people can come and what? Read. He says, write the vision down. Why, why will he tell us to write the vision now? Because there are some people, when they hear, because they didn't hear well from God, in communicating what they hear from God, they miscommunicate. So God is saying, okay, you know what? When I speak to you, write it down. The way you have heard me. So that whoever will come and pick it down will read exactly what was written down. But God first speaks. When God speaks to you, He wants you to hear it. And when you hear it, faith is triggered. God, you see, and a lot of there are a lot of Christians today, until they read it, they think it's not from God. God is speaking no. He is speaking every day. But there are some Christians who believe that until they read it in the Bible, then God has not spoken. A lot of the messages I teach, 99% of the messages I did, let's say 99.99% of the messages I teach, I first receive it by hearing from God. Then I'll go to the Bible and get the verses to back what I've been told. And every time, he has never misled me to teach something that is inconsistent with his life. Never. Never. You know, there are some people, they go to the Bible first. They spend the whole day searching through the Bible, looking for a message. No. I first wait on the Lord, and then he would deposit in me the message I must teach. Because the message he is teaching is what I must teach. I cannot be teaching what he is not teaching. I know what I'm saying. See, when it comes to the work of God, what we do, all the works we work. Paul said, even though I work, it's not I who works, but it's God in me who does the work. See, everything that we do, even though it is us that is doing it, but it's not us who are doing it. It is God who is doing it through us. 
Are you getting the point now? So God is the worker in us who will end up crediting us with what we are doing. Are you sleeping on me or you are hearing me? Raise your head up and look at me. Everybody who is a child of God, you must begin to hear from God. Because when you hear from God, that is 99.99% of any kind of problem solved. If you want to rely on your rely on your emotions, rely on your feelings, rely on people's advice, you will fail. A lot of people are hearing from people who are not spirit-filled. They are listening to people who are not born again. That is why, that is why the youth today, look at what is going on. People are listening to Facebook, uh, um, so-called Facebook, whatever, motivational speakers, all those rubbish things going on on the internet. And they are not living the life of God. Hear from God and you receive faith. Revelation chapter number 2. Revelation chapter number 2. Jesus will always say this word. Verse 29. Revelation chapter number 2. He said that, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And then Jesus repeated this, this line throughout the book of what? Revelation. Every time when he says, he speaks, he will say, he, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. God is still speaking and he's saying. He didn't say, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the church. He said, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. God is Spirit and he is the Holy Spirit. So the Father is saying to us. And if you are hearing, you must hear well. Amen, somebody. Yeah. And the one who hears well is the one who is able to overcome all the challenges in this world. I get what I'm saying. Anyone who hears well, you know how to overcome the challenges. I on Friday I quoted um, Hagar after after Abraham sacked her from the house, and she was crying for water. It's like what many people go through today. The problems they are going through in this well, they end up crying. They don't know what to do. You see? And then it took God to speak to her. I said, Hagar, raise your head. Look up there. There's water. Go and fetch it. Drink some and give some to your boy. You see, what you are going through, it's not about talking to too many people for solution or for help. The solution is hearing one word from God. As soon as you hear from God, that problem is solved. And any challenge you are going through from today, I pray that the Father shall speak to you uh, and will give you that one word that will turn things around for good. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout a good amen. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. It is a he that has an eyes, let him read what the Spirit is as written down. Because God always speaks first. God doesn't write. You see, anything God tells you to write, it's not because of him. It's because of those who come and what? After you. God, that, God, is, God will not write you. He will speak. As soon as he speaks, is that. So ideally, when we are saying the word of God, 
It's not what has been written. It's what is spoken. The word of God. Okay. When you go to the Greek, there are three words that, that people say defines or translates into the word of God. Right? The Logos. Who is Christ? The Logos. The mind of God. The Rhema. Speaking his mind. And then the graphy. The graphy is what has been written. God will not first say, I'm writing down. When God writes, it cannot create anything. It, what he writes, no, 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 no. But what he says, as soon as God speaks it, is that. So God will first speak his mind. He will speak the logos. And then people will now write the logos down. You understand? So that those of us who are coming after will have it to read. But when you read the Bible and you don't speak it, nothing is working. You didn't hear what I said. I said many people read the Bible. Nothing happens to them because they are not speaking it. The creative power of the life of the spirit is when the Logos is spoken. I said, when I speak my word, it shall not return unto me empty. But it shall accomplish what I desire. He didn't say when I write down my word. No, 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 no. When I speak my word. The life of eternal life, okay, is expressed through words. First, you didn't hear what I just said. Are you paying attention? Are you listening? Are you here? I said the life of the eternal life, the way God lives it, he lives it by expressing it through words. So when God speaks, it comes to pass. Then it means that he is living. I get what I'm saying. If God does not say, if God does not speak, then he's not living. But the moment God speaks, then that tells you that he's alive and he's living. So God speaks, and then things come into existence. He spoke the heavens and the earth into being. He, he said, God, even before he touched the clay to create man, what did he do? He said, let us create man in our image after our likeness so even before he formed us from the clay he first spoke god will not do anything without first speaking you must understand this today that god will not do anything without first speaking that is why you must pay attention you must be very attentive father what are you saying now father what do you want me to do now father what do you want me to do now i remember when i was in a university I was going to write a paper and I've not really read my notes. And you know, for some reason, I was not even bothered. Honestly speaking, I was not bothered. So the night or the day before the paper, I, I you now I go on campus and I'm doing something else. Maybe I'm I am I am hosting um um campus fellowship meeting. Or I, I'm, I'm doing something else. And then you find people in study groups, they are studying. They are studying, and then when they seem to ask me, so, hey Peter, come. This thing that we are learning, we don't understand. Can you come and explain? I'll just go and join the group, and I'll explain to them, and I'll walk away. But meanwhile, I had not read my notes myself. The day before the paper, which was a paper that a lot of people were afraid of, in the morning, I just asked the father, I said, Father, which area should I brush through? 
I prayed that prayer and I went. I went out. Whilst I was in town, the father began to speak. Open to this chapter. Read, 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 read this. I said, okay. In the night, I just opened my notes. Flip, flip, flip. Check, check, check. Flip, 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 flip. And I just put the book down and I slept. I went to the exam table. Everything that God told me that it was going to come. Everything came. Within a matter of 45 minutes, I finished answering the question. And I left up. I left there. And people were like, hey, Peter. But you, you don't learn. You don't see you study like us. How come you were able to write this paper with you 45 minutes and you're done? And I just smiled at them. And I said in my head, you don't know. You don't know our secret. Our secret is hearing from God. May you hear from God. I said from today, may you hear from God. May your spirit hear clearly from God. May God direct your path by hearing from him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Many people are going in circles in life because they are not hearing from God. Today they are on this. Oh, they are they are friend who tell them, Tell it this business, there's money you need to go and start it. Ah, then he go and put the money there. Then the money will drain. Another friend will tell you, Oh, this business hello, is Pasco, it has expired. Nobody's buying now. Another one is hot in town. Go, go, go and do it. And then he will go and put the money there. And then the money will, will, will die. And another one said, Another thing has started here. Go and invest. You are hearing the voices of your friends families instead of hearing from god if you want to prosper then prosper will hear from god he's the source of prosperity he's the one who's going to tell you the business to do the business to start that when you start that business i tell you it can only flourish and flourish and flourish you see the reason you are struggling with so many things in your life is that you are doing what god has not told you to do yet you call yourself a child of god you call yourself a child of God. Meanwhile, what you are doing did not start with God. Jesus must be your author. In other words, must be the one who is starting what you are starting. So that he can finish what you, are, you, are, you want to finish. If God is telling you to start building that house, I tell you, you start building that house and you finish building that house because he told you to start. But if you want to build that house because people are saying, oh, build a house or... Uh, 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 um, um, whatever people are, say, are telling you to do I tell you you go and buy that land and for 10 years you will not be able to finish building that house because you only started you didn't have a finisher but it's only Christ who is our starter and our finisher may God finish everything that he has started with you may you come to a completion everything that you have started with you in the mighty name of Jesus hear the word of the Lord and be set free from anything that is troubling you That is why when you come to church and I'm speaking, I don't come here to tell you what I feel. The one thing that you, you take from me until I hear from God, I don't speak. That's me. I have made up my mind like that. And so shall it be. Too many people listen to the advices of people. Look at, look at Paul. Let's go to Galatians. Amen. Galatians chapter number one. Galatians chapter number one. I read from verse 11. Galatians 1 from verse 11. He said, But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached, to, preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard 
of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Some of you, your ideas have died because the day you had the idea, the day God told you to do, you went to speak to your friend first. <laughs> and you told your friend about that idea. And your friend told you, Charlie, this idea, it will not work. And they told you, it will not work. There's no money in it. People don't buy that thing again. It will not work. Stop it. And then you heard the voice of your friend. And you two, you went and then you put that idea somewhere. Now your friend is now working. You are now looking for a job. Have you seen your foolishness? If you have just said, God, as I have received this voice and I've heard this instruction, thank you for directing my path. By now, you would have reached somewhere. By now, you would have reached somewhere. Too many people, listen, 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 pay attention and listen to me. If you are like this, repent from today. Too many people look out for human validation before they take the steps of faith. Too many believers. They want other people to say, oh, go ahead. Oh, what you are doing is good before they will start doing what God said they should do. Oh, are you coming with me? Do you support what I'm doing? So if nobody is supporting you, will you do it? Or you will not do it? I don't need people to support what I do. As long as I am clear in my mind that this instruction that I got is from God. I don't need any human to say do it or don't do it. I don't need any human being. This is not a prideful statement. The statement of humility. Because if I submit myself to the orders of God, and I don't need any human being to tell me what to do, it's far better. But bear in mind, the devil can speak through somebody to take you out of the will of God. Are you here with me? In fact, he can speak through that person that you admire so much and can take you out of the will of God. But if you know that what you receive is from God, let not even me, your apostle, my, your pastor, take you out of it. I'm telling the truth today. I, I'm not afraid to say some of these things. Because you see, I am raising you to deal with God directly. When you come to church, the work of my pastor is to raise you, is to teach you and bring you to that level where you can hear from God. I guess what I'm saying, somebody. Yes. That is what I've told you here in this church. Don't call me your spiritual father because I cannot be your father. I didn't give that to you in the spirit. Yeah. Why? My job is to bring you to the attention of your own father, who is also my father. So that we can all hear from our father. A lot of people, their lives have been destroyed because they heard this one man of God who told them that he's their spiritual father. And then misled them. Please. I'm not afraid to see what I'm saying. When you come to church, I'm teaching you to hear from God. 
Now, do you prefer to hear from God or you want to prefer you prefer to hear from people? To hear from God. I don't speak, no, I don't speak from my mind. But the first thing you must do is to hear from God. <laughs> you must hear, hear from God. Say, I'll hear from God. Look at Paul. See, Paul started doing what he was doing before he went to Jerusalem. When you read further, you will know. You will know. I think in the chapter 2. He said, after he had done, he had been preaching to the Gentiles and has been telling them, you don't need to observe the law before you are saved. You don't need all of that. But all you need is the gospel of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. After he had planted many churches for many years and then by revelation again, by another instruction of the Holy Spirit, God told him, now go to Jerusalem. Go and introduce yourself to the apostles that are there. And then he went. So until God told him, Paul was not going to Jerusalem. It was until he was told by God, by revelation. And then he went to Jerusalem. He didn't say, oh, you know, let me, let me just go. No, you see, you must hear from God before you take every, any step. Hear from God. And let me tell you, the voice that you will hear will always be consistent with eternal life. Always. Any voice that you hear that is inconsistent with the knowledge of Christ is not from God. Probably next week, I'm going to bring you the practical things that will help you to hear from God very well. I'm going to bring you about close to probably, it will only be next week, maybe 20 itemized you know things that when you hear those things you know this is god speaking and those things will be enough as a foundation for you to grow are you here with me somebody for you to grow because there are many people they are not hearing from god today because they don't know what to do but today you know the reason you must hear from god is god one he gave birth to you is your father you have his life you have his life you must hear from him and then hearing from the spirit is the number one solution any trouble in this world can be solved by one spiritual solution god thank you for being a part of today's message this program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the spirit life people for further information kindly visit us at www thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.